Welcome to the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. This podcast is designed to help you grow in faith and walk in the promises of God's Word. Now, let's join today's episode with our host, Tim Dumas. Hello, I'm Tim Dumas, and welcome to today's episode of the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. Over the last several episodes, we have been looking at the crippled man we see in Acts chapter 14 and how he believed and had faith to be healed and how he eventually did receive healing. He was made whole. There's more we still need to get from this. And so I want to go back to it and read it again. And then let's pull more from this true account of a man crippled from birth, having faith to be made whole and eventually was healed. So let's begin again with Acts chapter 14, and I'm going to start with verse 5, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version. It begins, when an attempt was made by Gentiles and Jews with their rulers to mistreat them, it's referring to Paul and Barnabas, and to stone them, they became aware of it and fled to the cities of Lyconia, Lystra, Derbe, and the surrounding region. There they preached the good news. You know, that's what the word gospel means, good news. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ, and it's the good news of Jesus Christ that they were preaching. Verse 8, At Lystra a certain man sat, impotent in his feet, a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. He was listening to Paul speaking. What was Paul speaking? The good news of Jesus Christ. He was listening to Paul speaking, who fastening eyes on him, Seeing that he had faith to be made whole, said with a loud voice, Stand upright on your feet. He leaped up and walked. Amen. Now, this is a true account of Paul and Barnabas speaking, preaching, declaring the gospel of Jesus Christ. And in doing so, a man crippled from birth heard it, received faith to be made whole, and then received the instructions how to act on his faith and was made whole. He stood up and jumped up and walked on his feet. Amen. Now, the man had faith to be made well. That's what the scripture says. Here's my question. What did the crippled man have need for? What did he need? He needed to be made whole. What did he need to be made whole? He needed faith. Where could he get faith? From the message of Jesus Christ, from the word. He had faith to be made whole, but it wasn't whole yet. He needed instructions how to act in faith, and where did he get that? From Paul speaking of how to do it. In other words, let me say it this way. The man who was crippled from birth, he needed to be made whole. Before he could do that, he needed faith. Before he could have faith, he needed to hear the word. Then he had faith, but he still wasn't well yet. So then what did he need? He needed instructions how to use his faith. And once he understood the gospel of Jesus Christ, which includes healing, he had faith to be made whole. Once he got instructions how to use the faith, he acted on that faith, and he was made whole. Amen. Now, let me ask this question. When did it become God's will for the man to be healed? Well, the answer is, of course, it was always God's will. Remember, 
God is the Lord who heals. Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. That's what he said of himself. God didn't just decide to heal him. No, Jesus already paid the price for his healing. He did that on the cross. First Peter 2, 24. This man needed to know that it was God's will for him to be well, to be made whole, and he needed to know how to take it for himself. But the whole time, it was God's will for him to be well. So when did you get saved? I'm talking to you now who's listening to me. When did you get saved? When you decided to believe Jesus as your Lord, to believe in your heart and confess him with your mouth, according to Romans 10, 9 and 10. That's when you got saved. But when was it offered to you? The whole time. It could have been yours anytime because it was always God's will for you to be saved. So God just didn't decide to heal him. The price, like I said, was already paid. Healing was always there for this man. He just didn't know it. And he didn't know how to take it for himself. So again, it took listening to the gospel being preached for this man who was crippled to receive faith to be made whole. And then he needed to act on it. So he needed instructions how to use his faith. And that's what he did. Now, let's look at another verse that talks about this. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12 from the English Standard Version says, Fight the good, fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So the scripture says, fight the good fight of faith. What is the good fight of faith? Taking hold of the eternal life to which you were called. Now, the internal, the eternal life, excuse me here, is the Greek word zoe, which is the same Greek word used in John chapter 10, verse 10, where Jesus says the thief comes only to steal kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Now, Zoe is the same Greek word here. And what does Zoe mean? Zoe means the life of God, not just eternal life that we're going to go to heaven, not just that, but the life of the eternal one residing in us, the life of God in us. This is what Jesus came that Jesus came that we may have this type of life, the life of God residing in us. And by faith, we take hold of it. The life of God impacting every area of our life, including healing of our mortal bodies. Romans 8, chapter 11 says, If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal body through his spirit whom dwells in you. We connect to, or you could say, access the life of God and the life that God has for us through faith. It's his promises found in his word that reveal his will, imparting faith to us to believe and by faith take hold of his will, his life, his promises, including healing. Now let's look at another point. The Bible says that the man had faith to be healed while he was still a cripple. Now, what if he had quit listening to what Paul was saying? What if he never heard that he was to act in faith to receive God's will? If he had never heard to act in faith, to act on his faith, to take hold by faith of God's will for his life, then he may never have ever received healing. And then he may have just walked away saying, well, maybe it wasn't God's will for me to be made well. Maybe it just wasn't God's timing. Maybe God, for whatever reason, didn't want to heal me. See, if he didn't know to act on his faith and how to act on it to receive what he was believing for, 
he may never have experienced healing. You see, and that's where we get in trouble. People come up with their own belief based on their experience or their circumstance instead of going to the Word to find out the truth and renewing their minds to, to what the truth actually is. We've missed so much of God's perfect will for our lives simply because we didn't know what it was and how to walk in it. So then we just made up our own beliefs, our own doctrines. And we've missed what God wants for us. How many times have we heard people say, if God wants me well, I'll be well. Or if God wants me to be healed, I'll be healed. Or maybe it's just not God's timing. Or, or maybe, you know, God's got something else in mind. Where's that in the word of God? We need to study the word. We need to have a hunger for it just as much as we hunger for food and for water. We need to understand that we can have wrong beliefs. We can have lack of knowledge. And those wrong beliefs and that lack of knowledge will hinder us from knowing what God's will is and from walking in it. So what I'm encouraging you to do, just, just get into the word and believe what it says. And if over time you have developed a wrong belief or if you were taught wrong, be humble enough to change it and say, God, show me from your word what your truth is. Help me to understand the truth of your word, the will that's revealed in your word and what the promises are and how to take them for myself. Let's be hungry for God's will in our life. Let's be hungry to draw closer to God and develop this relationship with him. So don't just go by what you've always believed, not if it's not in the word, not unless you have scripture for it. We've got to be willing to change. We've got to be willing to let God, through his word, change us. Change how we view things. Change what we believe. Change what we think is true. Okay, let's get into the word. God's a good God, and he wants to help us. And he's given us his Holy Spirit as a comforter. But as also somebody who comes along to help us is what the scripture says. He leads us and guides us into all truth. So let's be determined to believe God's word. He is the Lord who heals, Exodus 15, 26. Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And that life just isn't going to heaven. It's the life of God now. And by faith, we're going to learn what God's will is and how to take hold of it. And we're going to walk in it for ourselves because that's what God wants for us. I'm not saying to, to just you're going to believe for whatever. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying we're going to look to see what God's will is for us, what his will is for us, what he wants for us, what his promises are. And then we're going to believe God for them. And it's all for his glory. Again, my name is Tim Dumas. Thank you for joining me for today's episode of the Hope for Healing Faithful Living Podcast. I pray that you continue to strive to know God's will and know that he loves you and know that his word is true. Until next time, God bless.